Live from Kamloops, this is the First in Goal BC Lions Training Camp Show. Brought to you by BCLC. With every play, you're making BC even better. Now, here are your hosts, Julio Caravata and Bob Marjanovic. Welcome to the BC Lions Training Camp Shows. Coming to you from Kamloops, BC. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic, along with Julio Caravetta setting you up for the 2022 BC Lions season. Of course, all of our shows presented by the good folks at BCLC. And man, oh man, a um, lot to get lot to get into, Julio Caravetta. And let's start off with the news of the day, the latest on what's happening with the negotiations between the CFLPA and the league regarding getting a new CBA. So now what we understand is that there's a new proposal that has been given to the players, um, that the league is given a Thursday deadline to, I believe. Thursday midnight. Thursday midnight. And uh, the players are obviously going to look at this proposal, perhaps vote on it in the coming hours. But bottom line is this. I don't think the league is going to bend much more than they already have. And if the players do not accept this proposal. Um, we got trouble. We got trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to put it. Uh the league has countered, and um, I think they've given their best and final. And, um, you know, I, I would imagine that as we speak right now that the league is, is, is basically giving the bargaining committee their best and final and now giving it out to the uh, team representatives that are which are going to then talk to their, um, their team vote. So uh, if this doesn't happen today, then the league, I think, is, is uh, you know, it, it, let's just put it this way, uh, Moj. If if they have to cancel preseason games, right? Then the, anything that the teams or the owners lose, they're going to start taking out of what the offer is. So everybody's going to lose. So I think they understand the the urgency uh, in front of them to get this deal done, um, and hopefully that it's something that the players can live with. Here's the real wild card in this. There's a tweet from Hamilton Tiger Cats linebacker Simone Lawrence saying that 30% of the players didn't even vote. I would be – I would assume, and, you know, maybe it's wrong to assume, but I would assume that a lot of those players are the American players who didn't vote because you sure as hell know the Canadian players voted given what's at stake for them in this proposal. If those American players decide all of a sudden to become a little bit more active – Maybe, just maybe, well, this proposal gets ratified. And I, the, 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 this is the disappointing part about that, is that you would think, given what's happening, that the teams are having meetings about what's happening and that their leadership should be saying, hey, you got to vote. You need to, you need yeah. to step up and vote, right? I mean, this is, this is some. You mean, they're, they're in a very unique situation here because they represent – the union represents – two sides. They represents the Americans and the Canadians. And so a lot of times one is benefiting while the other is suffering. So there's a very fine balance there for this group, but you're right. They need to vote. They need to sit down, know the facts and get this thing moving. All right. A lot to get to in terms of the Lions as they continue preparations for the 2022 season. Hopefully it gets here. 
Um, we have a big show for you today. We're going to hear from defensive lineman Boom Guachum in our final segment. Linebacker Jordan Williams coming off the Outstanding Rookie of the Year Award will join us in the second segment. But making his way to our broadcast location right now is quarterback Nathan Work, starting quarterback Nathan Work. Nathan, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, nice Good to see you guys. How does that sound? Sounds pretty Nate, good. Nate, Nathan Rourke, starting quarterback for the BC Lions. Yeah, sounds pretty good. It does, does it? Yeah. Um, take me through that initial, you know, when all that stuff started to happen with Mike, uh, you know, announcing his retirement, and then, you know, right away it was, hey, Nathan's our guy. He's going to be our starter. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I knew you, I know you well enough to know that you probably your mentality didn't change much, did it? Yeah, I mean, it was just a tremendous honor, right? I wasn't expecting it. Um, I found out the same day that Mike, that I learned that Mike was going to retire. Uh, I found out that I was going to be the starter on the, on the football team. And so um, it's just a tremendous honor to be able to have that vote of confidence from the organization after just playing one year. And, um, and obviously uh, what I was doing last year uh, was the right stuff that, that they were looking for, to, for you know, someone to lead the organization in the future. So I'm just going to that was kind of my mentality, like you said, is just to continue to do what um, what I've been doing, and and hopefully that will be enough. And 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 for everybody that's listening, and what that is is basically your everyone says the same thing. Your work ethic is off the charts. You're the first one in the building. You're the last one out of the building. You're the last one off the practice field. You're constantly trying to hone your skill as mm-hmm. as a quarterback, and and I think that's probably one of the things that I, I always say that everybody's always watching the quarterback and it's not just what you do on the field it's what a lot of times what you're doing off the field how you right. conduct yourself how you prepare and obviously like you said what what you were doing off the field and your preparation was they were saying hey listen this this kid's doing all the right things yeah and I think the way that I look at it is that um you know I owe it to my teammates to be able to bring the best version of myself every single day and last year it was a situation is um, if Mike wasn't ready to go that, and if something were to happen to him during a game that I owe it to the rest of the guys in the huddle and the coaching staff to be able to go in and, and play and play well. Um, and so that's the way I, 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 I looked at my preparation each week. Um, obviously, I think that this is a, a little bit bigger shoes to step into, but it's the same thing. I, I owe it to the rest of the guys and that they're going to be giving their best. I, I'm going to be giving them my best every single day as well. How did, did your – did you obviously going back and watching not only your probably your own snaps but watching everything? Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you think is is that the next level of, of I don't want to say development or, or or improvement in your game? What did you say? Hey, I need to maybe even get a little bit better at doing this or this is something I maybe didn't expect when I got in there that I need to be able to adjust to when the game when it's happening for real. Yeah, I think uh, you look at the last the games that I was in, the games that I played the majority of the of, of the snaps, um, and uh, I just I took I didn't take better care take care of the ball, you know. Um, I, I need to, and that's just going to come through learning the offense and understanding the progressions and and getting a, a better uh, idea of what we're trying to accomplish on offense and and uh, and and I think that's going to be okay. That's going to be all right. Uh, I'm going to be making mistakes in this training camp, learning from them. I haven't had the reps that some other quarterbacks across the league have had. Um, but I've got to make the, the most of the reps that I have in training camp, and and uh, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think that's it's a it's a great challenge for me, and we've got a lot of weapons around around me that uh, they're going to really take the pressure off. Nathan Rourke is our guest, the starting quarterback for the BC Lions, as we enter the 2022 CFL season. And Nathan, one thing that I remember from last year talking to, you, I asked you at one point, what's the biggest adjustment? And you just kind of looked at me and said, not playing. Right. I mean, it, it, it seemed like nothing that you faced was too daunting or too overwhelming. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just football at the end of the day, right? It's something that I love to do, and um, and I, I have the the privilege and the opportunity to do so as a as as a professional athlete. And um, I mean, I think that the the spotlight certainly seems a little bit brighter right now as the starter, and um, but that, and that'll be an adjustment going into this year. But uh, it's I wouldn't want it any other way. It just comes with the position. I just going to ask you about that because clearly when you're the backup and you come in and you play and you do well, everybody clamors for the backup and they talk about how great. It's a different thing when you're the starter, that pressure, but you've kind of gone through that at the university level already. Yeah, I mean, I when I came to Ohio, I, I was at the, the starter. I had to beat out the the, the guy that was there already. And um, the first couple of games, we kind of played back and forth. And um, by the second game, by the third game, I, was the, I, I had won the starting job and I, I didn't give that up for the rest of my career at Ohio so I've been in that situation before um, yeah, I wasn't expecting to be in this situation at quite as quick um, but I but I am and, and, and that and that's a great opportunity I'm excited to, to, to run with it yeah totally embracing it hey one of the things Julio talked about and you know talks about you know we're talking about being the leader of a football team being the leader of the offense and in a way as a leader I almost think of a coaching analogy and I remember when I first started coaching way back when in a previous lifestyle, the coach said, hey, if you don't know what's going on, find out, tell them that you don't know and find out. And that way people are people are, are going to know that you're not BSing them, that, you know, right. hey, you're going to put the work in to find out and get the correct answer. And it's something that we talked about with Joel Figueroa about you, that you're always communicating with other players on the offense talking to him is that something that you're also embracing that hey if you don't know exactly what the blocking scheme is you're going to go talk to fig and say hey okay, what are you guys going to do in this situation or in this front i mean how much of that is is paramount to success in your mind yeah i think it's a big chunk um but i think more importantly i think what's important is that uh especially veteran players people like fig and and Sook, and they're going to be able to see through, you know, the BS. If yeah. you're trying to put up a facade and you're trying to be someone that you're not, they're going to see right through that. And uh, I think one of the things that I've tried to really focus on this offseason in stepping into that leadership role as a young guy in the league is really just trying to be myself. I think they can um, – trying to be the best version of myself, but being uh, as authentic as possible. Um, that The guys really – I think uh, appreciate you just trying to be yourself, and and, and that's what I've kind of been trying Julio to. Yeah, no, I, I because I was going to be my next question because yeah. I think that's the perfect answer, right? Because I think sometimes the 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 mentality is that okay, I'm the starter now, I have to be this or I have to right. be that. When you don't, you you have to be your your best version of yourself, right? Right. Do the things that you do because, as you said, you're not going to. You know, Brian Burnham and, and, and Suk and Fig have been around, mm-hmm. the Gary Peters, all those guys have been around long enough to, to know what's real and what's not real, right? right? And then when you're trying to do something that's not natural, it's it almost becomes a hindrance as opposed to a positive. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I will say this, I have an unbelievable group uh, around me, and, and they've been so welcoming to me, and they've been extremely supportive even last year uh, as, a, as, the, as the backup. Um, and they've made this transition a whole lot easier. Um, being able to communicate, like Moj said, and, and be able to uh, be open to kind of talking about things and, um, you know, helping each other out has been great. So we have a lot of leadership in this team. It's not like there's a huge uh, opening and uh, emptiness in terms of that in the locker room. Um, and, and so I'm just adding to that. I'm not trying to take it over or anything. And, and that's really uh, 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 a privilege as a young guy stepping into this role. So you're going to step in. You're, you're obviously, when when the – preseason is going to be the preseason but mm-hmm. clearly when you you know the mentality has always been that hey we're going to play a young quarterback you're going to expect 
probably a lot of defenses to come at you early on to really kind of test you know your you know your your ability the ability to be make those decisions quickly it's one of the things i said last year that i jumped out at me because when i watched a quarterback i've been doing a long time i can i could see that your ability to go from one read to your second read to your third read was what separated you because a lot of young quarterbacks they make one read and then they're off to the races right, right. they want to get out of there they want to get use their ath- athleticism but you don't do that you, that's going to be i would imagine a very very key component especially early on when teams try to test you right. about that ability to, to make that one read or and, and quickly get rid of it if it's not there yeah absolutely and that's a that's the 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 structure of jordan's offense is is being able to move on from your reads and go through your progressions quickly and and the type of weapons that we have you want to be able to make sure i'm just getting the ball to somebody and letting them go work go to work um, um but i hope defenses do that i hope they bring pressure and i hope that they are uh, were able to have opportunities to to thwart them and be able to get them out of that because they'll continue to do it until until we show them otherwise and and one of the things too i would i would imagine that jordan must be excited about is and and not Mike wasn't a, a, a he could run. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but oh, you know, as he as he got a little bit older, it wasn't one of those things that you know was first. But you're a lot more athletic, and that was some of those packages that you came into last year were mm-hmm. basically your ability to move in that pocket. And yeah. I would imagine that's gonna that's gonna add another level to this offense and that mobility that you bring to the table. Yeah, I hope so. I think it just it stresses the defense a little bit more when the quarterback's able to be a threat as the runner, right? And uh, hopefully that just opens up our RPO game and uh, opens up our run game and lets JB do something that, you know, they were paying him to do and, and um, really showcases the, the talent that we have in offensive line. So I'm looking forward to that. Nathan Rourke is our guest starting quarterback for the BC Lions. Nathan, what excites you about this offense? Uh, the, 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 the multitude of different ways that we can beat you. You know what I mean? It's we've got we've got uh, superstars and in, in, in Lucky Whitehead and, and Brian Burnham, and but we we don't have we have I think unbelievable talent elsewhere as well. I think uh, you know Dominique Grimes is 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 a is a great player. He will sh- and he had a great year last year. And 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 Javon Katoy is is a, is a playmaker as well. We'll have Keon Hatch will be a, looks like is going going to be our our fifth receiver. And I don't really see a weak a weak spot right there. And then I think our offensive line is really coming into their own this year. They've had a lot more continuity. They're able to play with each other for a little bit of time under the same uh, offensive coach and Kelly Bates. And um, and I think that's just going to really complement our run and our pass and be able to have a really good balance that defenses aren't going to be able to key on one player like they might have did last year or key on one aspect of our, of our offense. How big uh, of a part of this offense can Katoy and Rhymes be? And I say that. Because so much focus is on Burnham and Whitehead, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to draw a lot of attention. Yet these two guys, and you mentioned it, Katoy's a playmaker. I think this guy's just, he's ready to burst. Yeah, I, I really think so as well. I, I think that what's unique about them is that they are um, extremely uh, talented in the run game as well. They're very, very versatile. They can they can beat you in the pass, but um, we can get them around the box and, and uh, help, help us that way as well. So um, they might not... You know, get the the recognition that uh, they might deserve um, with the rest of the superstars that we have on our team. But um, they are extremely valuable, and, and uh, we wouldn't be able to be an offensive force without them and their contribution. Well, and you think to yourself too about the, your ability to stretch the field with exactly. those guys and have Javon come up because that's where if he comes down to block and you're play actioning and he's releasing out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a you know, I mean, well, we saw that last year. He, he was deadly coming out of the yeah, uh, out of the offense or the line of scrimmage. Um, I would imagine that balance is going to be one of the things that, that Jordan's going to really go after is because 
I, I think probably the last thing that he wants to do is put himself in a position where, he, hey, we, we want Nathan to throw the ball 50 times a game. Right. right? Having that balance is really going to be uh, a real key to this yeah. offense moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think the more you can do, the, the less the defense can key on uh, to what you're doing, right? So absolutely want to have that balance and uh, to be able to take the, the pressure off of just one aspect, it would be great for us. Um, have you been impressed at the fact that it's been what? How many minutes have we been doing? 10, 12? 12. We still haven't asked you about the whole Canadian thing. Yeah, that's and good. That's, good for you guys. And that's the way. Well, <laughs> and, well, you know, I, I, it's testament it's to it's, good it's, journalism. Well, right another thing too. For, for <laughs> I, I, I've said this throughout. This is not about whether or not this is about your ability to play quarterback, right? right. It has regardless of where you're from. And I know a lot of people were going to make a big deal out of that fact, but I know that you've stressed and I've stressed that. It's it's about your ability. This isn't uh, you know, hey, let's try to get a Canadian as a starter. You, right. You've earned your 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 stripes. You've earned that right to take the snap, first snap, and um, yeah, yeah. It's that's why I say it's a, it's a tremendous honor, you know, because there's no advantage in this league um, f- to put a Canadian at quarterback. There there really isn't. Um, they're not doing you know, Rick Campbell is not the the type of coach to just put a quarterback there to to get people into the building, no. right? So, um, you know, to have Mike and I in the same room, and that, that's just a testament to, um, to what their belief in us and, and rather than, you know, bringing in headlines and whatnot. And, and so that, that's why it's a tremendous honor. And, and uh, you know, hopefully we continue to make a positive thing about the Canadian quarterback and change that uh, for future generations. I know this is radio, so this isn't probably the best radio, but I'm going to show you a picture of the last – Canadian quarterback to start for the BC Lions, no, this guy right there. No, no, I wasn't. That's I, not true. Who? He is. Well, no, I'm talking before <laughs> him, right? Um, this is a football card from like 1994, 95. What do you think of that guy right there? Man? Oh, that's yeah, my rookie that's card. Yeah, that's huh? my rookie card. What's the first word? What's the first thing that comes into your mind? Is this the real sad. guy? Sad, sad, and, sad, sad and pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, tra- what he said. <laughs> that's a trailblazer uh, <laughs> right trail there. Blazer, yeah, know, right. Opening the doors for yeah. the rest of us. Uh, well, we'll hey, Nathan, thanks for doing this. Thanks, Best buddy. of luck yeah. uh, the rest of the camp. And, of course, uh, throughout the course of the season, I know we'll be talking to you before yeah. every game. Thanks. Thanks, Sounds Nathan. Good. Thanks, Nathan. Boom. You're number two for a lot of these players. And if you look at one position group where there's so many of those players is the defensive line. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, again, it's, you know, when you, as an organization, if you're the general manager and Neil McAvoy and Ryan Rigmaiden, the, the, the director of U.S. Scouting, and Rick Campbell, when you, guys, when, when you go ahead and you make a decision as they did to go as young as they did, this is where the payoff has to be, right? That you, you, you trusted in what you saw and you believed in what you had, that these guys are going to be able to take that next step. This is that. They need to take a next step. Whether you're right, visiting for a quick getaway, business, or a sports needs. weekend, Coast Kamloops Hotel wants to be part of your great Kamloops experience. Enjoy the indoor pool and hot tub in the tropical atrium, free Wi-Fi, amazing food and drinks in Romeo's Kitchen and Spirits, and even an on-site cold beer and wine store. Your comfort is their top priority. Coast Kamloops Hotel and Conference Center, everything under one roof. That's refreshing. Book direct and enjoy the Coast Best Rate Promise. Visit the deals page at Coast Hotel. You might know in British Columbia, BCLC means the lottery. The winning numbers are seven. But did you know we also bring you casinos? Seven red. And sports betting, too. And they lead by seven big points. Generating funds for things like healthcare, education, even community programs and park space. So with every play, you're making BC even better. BCLC. We're a lot more than lottery. Must be 19 plus to play. If you gamble, use your game sense. 
Dinner for two or 52. Sun Peak's newest restaurant is all about elegant Italian classics and family-style dining from their family to yours. Capone's Italian Kitchen serves hand-rolled homemade meatballs, house-made focaccia bread, calamari, bruschetta, and spaghetti and meatballs. Quality wine selection of local BC and import Italian wines. And the best patio in the resort. Open daily at 5 p.m. for dine-in or take-out. Follow at Capone's Kitchen on Instagram and Facebook. And make a reservation today. Capone'sKitchen.com. Be More Than a Bystander is a powerful training and education program that inspires change towards making communities safer. This program has educated thousands of people on how their simple actions can have a positive impact and make safe and respectful spaces for everyone. Be More Than a Bystander. Find out how by visiting bemorethanabystander.ca. This message is brought to you by the Ending Violence Association of BC, Tech Resources, and your BC Lions. Now, back to more of the First in Goal BC Lions Training Camp Show. Brought to you by BCLC. Live from Training Camp in Kamloops, here again are Julio Caravetta and Bob Marjanovich. This is the BC Lions Training Camp Show coming to you from Kamloops, Thompson Rivers University, of course, hosting the Lions Training Camp. It's the most Bob Marjanovich along with Julio Caravetta. Our next guest is the reigning. CFL Rookie of the Year, Jordan Xavier Williams. A middle name like <laughs> Xavier. How have you not picked up the, the moniker X-Man yet, Jordan? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's what I tell people. It's like, what's the X for? Because, you know, when there's the middle initial, it doesn't show the rest of it. I just said it's unknown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you know, it, it's interesting. It seems to be a common theme, a theme that is woven through it, a lot of guys in this team. Year two in the CFL. You kind of picked it up pretty quick last year being the, the, <laughs> the rookie of the year, but just for yourself personally, coming into this season, your second year, how much better do you feel? How much more confident do you feel knowing what to expect? Absolutely. You're going into your second year, you're going to feel uh, much better and much more confidence, confident in the defense that we're going to be doing. Uh, physically, I feel better than ever, best I ever felt. Uh, mentally, I'm coming to a – game that I played last year as opposed to last year I never played CFL three down football so the transition is a lot easier and uh looking forward for this year what was the biggest part of the transition last year I'll just say cardio the game's so much faster fa- faster pace higher sc- well it's supposed to have higher scores I don't know about last year but um uh the pace of the game is very high uh you have to play a lot more special teams so I'll say stamina and the speed of the game that change you, you I asked you about where you spent your offseason you spent your offseason in Florida because your ability to train did it, yeah. did it change the way, like having played up here one year, and did it change the way that you trained? That you say, hey, listen, I don't need to do, you know, I don't need to do like heavy, heavy bench or do whatever. I need to maybe do more cardio or that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Going down to Florida, we, you know, Florida's like where all the speed demons, they say per se. Uh, so I went to go train with one of the best speed guys down in South Florida, and that's what I worked on, speed, stamina, and um, just agility. So you're right. Did you reach a point last year where the game started to slow down a little bit for you? Like, did, like you know how you have that comfort level when you go to a game? Yeah. Because it kind of scares me to think about what you were able to do as a rookie and your athletic ability going from sideline to sideline about what you're going to be capable of once you once the game kind of starts to slow down for you. Did you reach a point like that last year? Uh, I, yes, absolutely. Um, it'll be like midway during the season. I can't tell you what particular part. Yeah. But it's like around game seven. You would play 14 games, yeah. so around game seven. Yeah. Where you really started to feel comfortable like, hey, 
This yeah. is this is this this game is tailor made for me. Absolutely, because at the linebacker position is all about anticipation. You could be the fastest guy ever. You could be the strongest guy ever. If you don't anticipate plays, you don't know where a play is going, you go look like dirt, piss poor, <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can run a 4-2. You could bench 500. And if you don't know where they're going, you can't anticipate the play that's coming to you. Mm -hmm. You're going to be garbage. Um, <laughs> you have yourself. You have Bo Lucumbo, who had an unbelievable year as well, the two of you. Now you add in a guy because that that Sam backer was kind of a spot where you move guys in and out. There was there's trying to find the right fit. You you, you find a guy in, in Luches Purifoy who's a veteran in this league who understands that position. Looking across at that linebacking core, um, I mean you must be super excited about what you're going to be able to do this year. Absolutely, getting a veteran like Luches to play here in BC is. Uh a phenomenal thing. He actually played here before. I know you guys are. Yeah, we have, we know who he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a hard hitter, a tough competitor, and the things he brings to the table is just his leadership. So, like in the pre uh, warm up stretches, I'm out here forgetting the stretches because I only did I ain't do it in like no a couple months. And Luches is remembering the stretches from way back when, <laughs> and he's be, <laughs> he's being the line leader and things of that nature. I'm like, dang, that dude is old. Yeah. <laughs> and then talk about the linebackers, but also. Sure. Where, you know, and look, and, and even behind you. Yeah. I mean, you look right across the board there. There's a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge back there. Absolutely. I feel like uh, linebacker is one of our strong suits. We have a lot of backup of depth, and we have uh, pretty decent starters, Bo and myself. So, yes. And then having TJ and having Delvin Bro and Marcus Sales, Gary Peters, I mean, that secondary is going to be dynamite as well. Absolutely. Big things coming for this 22. 2022 season. Jordan, how are you feeling in terms of the continuity right now the, in terms of coverages? And Ryan Phillips is walking behind us, so you know, I was just thinking about that group back there and how communication is so important, being on the same page to avoid those breakdowns that cost you on defense. It, does that seem like it's really coming together with that group? Cause it, and mainly because of the experience, I guess, too, right? Absolutely. When you play with a certain group and you're not rotating in and out, in and out, and you got a set group that you're familiar with, it's a lot better on the back end, especially because you got to communicate. If one guy goes low and another one doesn't know that he went low and, and somebody else didn't go high, you know, that's a bust. So, like, experience, uh, like you see the other defenses in the league, that's the top defenses. They have a lot of experience in the secondary level. And I feel like us playing together for another season and bringing back the same guys does a lot for our defense. Where's the chemistry of this group right now? Because everything that you see in camp, you guys are having fun. You guys are balling. It just seems like there's a really good mix with this group. Absolutely. There's a you know a lot of chemistry going on in the defense. We TJ get his hype every day. He just defense on three, one, two, three, and we just yell defense like every time. You know it doesn't get tired. We just got that hype going to us. We try to intimidate the offense. Try to make them like cower like a dog with his uh, tail tucked, but. You know, every day, day in and day out, iron sharpens iron. So that's what we do with each other. Ryan Phillips. Yeah. Um, I mentioned he just walked by, but to me, I think he, he almost sets the tempo for this defense. Any man, any coach who gives you a negative on a pass knockdown, <laughs> I mean, he's setting some high standards for you guys, and he's really pushing you guys, isn't he? Absolutely. Ryan Phillips is a great, phenomenal defensive coach, and then, yeah, he makes you pay for things like dropping picks and interceptions and things of that nature. You're doing push-ups, so don't drop picks on his defense. Um, as you look back from last year, what do you think one of the biggest things that that defense has to do better this year in order to have the kind of success that you want? 
uh, like I said, when you come back with a group that you played with before, it'll be best for us to have the same guys in uh, rotations. That means you got to do your assignments that you're expected to do. Coach is going to put us in position to make plays, so just be in position to make the play. Uh, injuries, you know, you can't control things like that. But if we just do the right things, the guys that are starting right now all play with each other and we get the uh, companionship, it'll be much better this year as opposed to last year. So to take it to the next level then, like, you know, what do you think this defense has to do to go from being average to good to great? I'll just say uh, to put my finger on it, uh, experience. You know, last year Neil was telling me that we had the most rookies starting in the CFL, right? Mm -hmm. So this year us coming back, we can't have that excuse. So that experience is going to make us step up to our level of what we know we could do. Like we've been going crazy in practice and, it's time to show what we could do in 2022. That level of experience, you know, I, I like, you know, if you look at the numbers, I think one of the biggest things I think, and you would most likely agree, this team in second and long allowed way too many times where they you let a team kind of out of a hole or get a first down. And like you're saying that maybe that inexperience where you have a breakdown leads to one of those plays, but having that continuity is going to help you make those plays in those given moments because – you know, I mean, I think probably that was the most frustrating part last year was that, that you know, the defense would play so well, but there was that one or two opportunities that you had to really bury a team deep in their own end or second and 17 and you couldn't get them off the field. Those are the kinds of plays that that defense needs to be able to make. Absolutely. Those are just uh, mental errors that if you're put in a position to make the play, you just got to make it. So, absolutely. See, that's the one thing that uh, Julio mentioned and I kind of remember too is the fact that, uh, on certain occasions, you would have teams like second and 10 on, say, their 20-yard line, right? Yeah. And you let them off the hook. And, yeah, they might not score, but say they get the ball to midfield or get the ball to the 40, they might try a field goal or they might pin the offense deep, say, at 10 or 15-yard line because of the, the field position exchange. To me, I think, I think that's one of the key things I'm looking for at this defense is when you've got those guys in second and 10 down at their own 15 or their own 20, get the ball back for the offense because now it's this game as you notice it's all about field position and Julio mentioned this so many times last year is how many times you guys just lost the field position battle during the course of the game they would start on their 40 you would start on your 10 or 12 so to me I think that's probably one of the things that I'm looking at this defense if it really wants to improve and the fortunes of this team improve is getting in those situations when you're in second and 10 say down in their 10 15 Get them off the. You get off the field. Get their offense off the field as well. Absolutely, you're right with that. There's too many times we were uh, starting with the team backed up, and they came out backed up. They didn't have to take two because they knew they could probably get a first down on a, a miscue or something on our secondary or linebacker or whether our pass rush didn't get there. Mm -hmm. So th that needs to change. Also, a lot of people on defense do play special teams, so that plays a factor on field position. So we got to get better on that aspect of the game. All right, last one before we let you go. Um, Back in the day, they, they used to have when Julio played for the Lions. He used to have this, this the Phantom. The Phantom. You're would, not allowed to have the Phantom. You, the, Phantom the Phantom. The Phantom doesn't have, exist anymore. The Phantom doesn't. He's he's disappeared. Phantom would do crazy things to guys' equipment, and you know, if you strange, were a rookie and yeah. you didn't like, I, I don't. Do, do they make you sing anymore? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So you make you sing. So back in our day, that if you didn't sing or you didn't kind of, you know, you weren't a rookie. You didn't want to do the things that rookies had to do. The, the Phantom would come and visit you and do something usually to your equipment or something. Do you have a Phantom? Is there a Phantom? Is there a Phantom? You uh, don't have to comment. You don't have to say, I don't want to say. I mean, it, it don't sound as harsh as the Phantom y'all had, our Phantom. 
is like a teddy bear. We got a teddy bear. <laughs> he comes to give you a hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, what you doing? <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, Jordan, this has been a treat. Thank you so much for stopping by, and uh, best of luck during the course of the year. And as I mentioned to the other guys, Juliana, we'll, we'll be talking to you throughout the year. Yeah, right. congratulations on a fantastic rookie year, and all the best for this year. All right, thanks for having me. Cheer. If that defense – Needs to take the next step. And, you know, the good thing is, thus far, the chemistry that we've seen. You've talked about it. We've seen it. These guys are flying around. They're having fun. And there's just a real good feel with this group because so many times that, that's a key to success. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't get that that meshing of personalities, that brotherhood, so to speak, um, you, you need that to win. Well, and guess what? You need to win. To keep reinforcing and, and, that. And you're not, we're not talking, we're not talking like we did last year. You might know in British Columbia, BCLC means the lottery. The winning numbers are seven. But did you know we also bring you casinos? Seven red. And sports betting too. And they lead by seven big points. Generating funds for things like healthcare, education, even community programs and park space. So with every play, you're making BC even better. BCLC. We're a lot more than lottery. Must be 19 plus to play. If you gamble, use your game sense. Be More Than a Bystander is a powerful training and education program that inspires change towards making communities safer. This program has educated thousands of people on how their simple actions can have a positive impact and make safe and respectful spaces for everyone. Be More Than a Bystander. Find out how by visiting bemorethanabystander.ca. This message is brought to you by the Ending Violence Association of BC, Tech Resources, and your BC Lions. Whether you're visiting for a quick getaway, business, or sports weekend, Coast Kamloops Hotel wants to be part of your great Kamloops experience. Enjoy the indoor pool and hot tub in the tropical atrium, free Wi-Fi, amazing food and drinks in Romeo's Kitchen and Spirits, and even an on-site cold beer and wine store. Your comfort is their top priority. Coast Kamloops Hotel and Conference Center. Everything under one roof. That's refreshing. Book direct and enjoy the Coast Best Rate Promise. Visit the deals page at coasthotels.com. Dinner for two or 52. Sun Peak's newest restaurant is all about elegant Italian classics and family-style dining. From their family to yours. Capone's Italian Kitchen serves hand-rolled homemade meatballs, house-made focaccia bread, calamari, bruschetta, and spaghetti and meatballs. Quality wine selection of local BC and import Italian wines. And the best patio in the resort. Open daily at 5 p.m. for dine-in or take-out. Follow at Capone's Kitchen on Instagram and Facebook. And make a reservation today. Capone'sKitchen.com. Now, back to more of the First in Goal BC Lions Training Camp Show. Brought to you by BCLC. Live from Training Camp in Kamloops, here again are Julio Caravetta and Bob Marjanovich. This is the BC Lions Training Camp Show coming to you from Thompson Rivers University. Of course, the Lions in Kamloops for their 2022 training camp. It's the Moach, Bob Marjanovich, along with... Julio Caravetta, our next guest, is a man who had a pretty good rookie season in the CFL last year, and that is defensive end Boom Watchem. Boom, welcome. Nice to have you aboard. Thank you, guys. Nice, nice to be here. Nice to have <laughs> nice you. Nice to be back. Yeah, nice to be back. You know, first off, we said he's a starting defensive end for the BC Lions. Can we kind of like throw in like team translator for Tim Bonner as well? Is Stop. that it? <laughs> You know, I wanted Tim to join me on here, but I don't know if we have enough. No, we didn't have it because trust me, we wanted yeah. it. You yeah. guys are yeah. you guys we, are entertaining. We thought of it. You guys could do like a comedy show. 
Right? Seriously. I mean, I'm sure he would love more. I think he actually has a show uh, that he would like to do someday. He has a movie that he wants to promote someday. But um, I'm going to let him talk about that in a, on another interview with him. Hey, and, you know, the thing is with him, like, he, he can sit there and I'm looking at him and he's like, he just he talks so fast. Yeah. You can't understand him half the time. Yeah, no, I, I think I was fortunate when I was in New Orleans. I've been around a lot of guys that had that accent. So when I met him, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it kind of <laughs> brought me back. But, you know, being around him enough times, you pick it up. Well, you know? and the other thing, too, is that, you know, for both of you guys, whenever you see, you guys got a, a person. There's always a big smile on your face, that kind of smile that's inviting. And you both have that. You know what I mean? Like it's. Like, I remember when we were, we ran into you guys in Toronto in the lobby of the hotel. You guys sat there for about an hour and t- entertaining us. I was like, you get a big smile on your face. Always got a good story. It was, it's entertaining. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It, it, we, we touched on it second year, right? And it's something that we've kind of talked about on the course, uh, uh, during the course of these shows and off the air as well. How much more prepared are you? And, and say, Tim, Josh Banks. Yeah. Guys that were first-time players last year in the CF. I don't call you rookies because you've been around. Um, but now you've got that one year of CFL experience under your belt. What did you learn from last year? What were your takeaways that you apply this year? Yeah, that's, first of all, a good question. I think for all of us, our first game in Saskatchewan, I think we could all tell that one kind of took us all by um, by a big surprise. It would have been nice to have a preseason game to kind of know um, you know, how fast this game really is. And so I felt like as the season went on, one of the things that I felt we all started to learn was it's a fast game and we need to play fast in order to slow it down for us. And I think as the season progressed, we all started to do that. And so um, I felt like it made a pretty big difference as, as we, um, you know, ended the, ended the year with Edmonton. Hey, explain that. Play fast so it slows down for you. Yeah, so it's about um, – you know, now, you know, there's 12 players on the field. Me as a defensive end, when I go out there, now I know what to look for. I look for RP while he's signaling the defense, but I can also perif the offense and see what they're doing, see if I, you know, see if where the the running back is, see if I have a tight end on my side, see if I have a break or a hack or someone possibly coming to block me. So while RP is giving giving us the, the play, I'm able to, you know, see what the offense is doing out of the corner of my eye and, you know, the second I get it, I can line up. I can now, you know, make sure to double check on the things that I was periphering earlier. And, um, you know, I can be set up. I, if, you, if you're able to watch film, you'll see earlier on in the year. I, you know, I was a little uncomfortable at first, but as things, as the uh, as, uh, games came and went, I was able to line up. I was able to, you know, take my time really now seeing what's going on, and I was able to play a little bit faster. So I felt like those things right there made a huge difference for me. Now, that applies to you. Do you think that also applies to Josh and Tim? Did you talk to them about the same type of thing? I think for them it could be it could be different things. Um, I, uh, you know, I don't want to try to give an answer for them when, you know, I know for the interior it's totally different. It's, yeah. it's a different ball game. You now have to worry about double teams. You have to – you have a two, three hundred pounders coming towards you. So for me, you know that's that's it's a little it's a lot different for me. I'd say. Well, I, I think too, like the idea that you're not you're not thinking about as much, right? It's more now you're because of your experience. Yep. You're you're processing everything so much quicker because you know, hey, what to expect. And the other thing I was going to ask you about: Did you prepare any differently? Like having the having gone through a season and you're saying about how how fast it moves and 
Like, did you do things differently than you did maybe in the past to get ready for a season, knowing how different the game is than maybe traditionally what you were used to playing? So, um, you know, after talking with Bowman, he called us as soon as he got the job. And, you know, he, you know, he's, a, he's a vet in this game. He's played for 14 seasons, I believe. You know, with the One of the same, all-time best. Yeah, with the same team. And so when I talked to him, he said, hey, you know, don't worry so much about, you know, lifting. Just make sure your cardio is on point. Your cardio is on point. He told us, you know, one thing that he made sure to do before the start of the season was get on the bike and just constantly just keep going, keep going. Keep. And so um, I try to take that into consideration, and I try to do more cardio. And so, you know, I didn't focus so much on being able to, you know, you don't need to be able to bench 500 pounds to, to play this game well. But if you can run, it's certainly going to help you a lot more, I believe. How much more confidence do you have going into this year now that you, like you say, about not only understanding the game better, um, but also the idea, too, of being in a new country, you, you know, going to different cities, you know what to expect when you go to those cities, and then also the teams that you played against. You Hey, you know more about that guy that you're going up against, yep. that you, you have that experience as far as, you know, understanding one because everything's so new, you're always thinking, okay, but now you have that, you're going to be settled whenever you go to Calgary or wherever you go, and then also the people that you're playing against. Yeah, no, that again, it's a great question. I think um, for us, having that year underneath our belt, even the fact that we were able to play uh, certain teams twice, I felt like it helped us out a little bit because, you know, you play a team once and they get it, they get the upper hand on you. Now you know going into that next game what to expect. You know a little bit more about their personnel. You know, you know how um, you know the tackle or center or guard. You know how they block now. So we just try to remember to take those things into consideration the next time we play them. And like you said, traveling to different cities. I thought that was probably one of the coolest parts of being up here in Canada, getting to getting to go to the, these different provinces that I you know, probably would have never been to before. And so um, that all plays into it. It's all an exciting part of this game. It's for all of us in the U.S., I, I can speak for a lot of them when I say that, you know, they probably didn't travel um, much outside of their state or even much outside of the U.S. And so being able to come and play in Canada, being able to, you know, go to Calgary, go to go to Saskatchewan, Montreal, go to Winnipeg, Montreal, one Toronto, of our, Ottawa. Yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. are some of my favorite places that we got to, to experience. So the, those were all really nice. And it also helps, and it's cool that we get a little bit of time when we get into, you know, go outside and, um, you know, find a place to have dinner as a, as a defensive, as a D-line unit, and, um, and, you know, just experience different foods and, you know, different culture. You, you were talking about what to expect from this league. When you go back home and you live in Eugene during the off season, or, or you talk to guys that you play college ball with or yeah. pro ball with or whatever, I mean, they ask you about the CFL. What do you tell them? I tell them it's, it's definitely different than the NFL. It's still <laughs> football at the end of the day, but it's still different. I mean, the field, you notice how, how much wider and how much longer the field is. There are 12 guys on the field now. The game just moves really, really fast. I mean – in the NFL, once a play is over, you can watch games down. You can see, you know, there actually is kind of a long time before, um, you know, once the ball is set to when the, you know, the ball is snapped again. It, it's a pretty long time. And so in the CFL, it doesn't, doesn't feel like that. And even as a defensive lineman, you think, okay, well, first down, you just got to stop the run. S or second down, you can pass rush. But then you also got to take into consideration a lot of the quarterbacks in this league now from what I've noticed, they can run. The, they can run. Mm -hmm. they, they're athletic. They can get out of the pocket, especially, um, you know, when we went to Montreal last year, when we went to Hamilton, 
you play talented quarterbacks in this league, guys that can make plays with their legs. So if it's second and four or five, you can't really just assume, hey, I'm going to pass rush and I'm going to win because, you know, these guys are talented. They, they, they know how to, how to make uh, plays with their legs. A, a lot of Americans that come up, though, they just have this, you know, fear of playing the NFL, I'm going to come up there and kill it, right? Not saying a, all, but some. I shouldn't even say a lot. Um, when you came up here, what was your mentality like towards the league? Um, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I just thought, let me come in, let me play football, let me give it what I got, and if it works out, great. If it doesn't, then unfortunately this just wasn't for me. And so, um, you know, during camp last year, having Tim as my roommate, we both kind of pushed each other. We were roommates, and, um, you know, we'd be in the, in, the, in the room studying our plays, making sure that we can at least control the things we're going to control. So knowing where to, where to be, knowing where to line up, that part of the game was taken care of. And so now we just go on the field and, you know, we give it everything we got. And so for a lot of those guys thinking that they can come up and just dominate, you know, it, it, I hate to say it, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as they think it is. And, you know, if you come in thinking that, I think – this game will humble you really quickly. Okay, I want uh, two, two questions. First, you talked about how fast the game goes. Give me your initial reaction. You're on the field. The opposition offense is on the field for eight plays. You finally get off the field. It's a quick two and out, and all of a sudden you got to go back in. You probably were like, what, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, never mind the 22nd clock. 30 man. seconds ago we uh, were coming off. Man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, – if I can be honest and frank – I'm hoping that I can get someone to come take at least two, three reps from me before I can go right back. <laughs> hey, Gary but, Peters is walking by. I heard a rumor he actually got a pick. Two. Two. Yeah, Gary two. Got no. Gary, got two. Two. Gary two, two picks. Two. He had a goose egg and, last and, year. You're on and, fire and, this and year. I, and, and I'm going to tell you something about that, too. We were all talking about it. I said, you know, I think Gary's going to do some some crazy things this year. Just seeing how he's been practicing. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling it right now. You heard it here from me first. So that leads in perfectly to my next question about this year's team. Looking at that secondary, yeah, Delvin Bro, Marcus yeah. Sales, T.J. Lee, you got Peters, Jordan, Lacombo. You mean Luches Purifoy? There's not too many holes, and that looks that's a, that's a gets a good looking group. Listen, from from practices that we've had, I mean, I know that we were everything started late with the strike and everything, but just these last couple practices that we've had, our defense. I feel like we are so far ahead than we were last year at this time. And so, um, I mean, you can talk to anybody on the defense. Talk to any of the coaches, and they'll probably echo the same things. I think um, we're making huge strides, and I don't think it's, uh, it's something that any of us want to stop at this point. We're, we're feeling really good about ourselves, and I think there's a lot of hungry guys ready to, to make some plays on this defense. Yeah, and, you know, we touched on it yourself, Josh Banks, Tim Bonner, second time around. Uh, internal improvement from the defensive line should be, should be a lot of fun to watch you guys. Boom, thanks so much for doing this. We appreciate it. And uh, best of luck the rest of camp and during the course of the year. And we know we'll be touching base with you soon. Appreciate that. Thank you for having thanks, me, Bill. guys. Boom Guachem, starting defensive end for the BC Lions. And, uh, Julio, we've talked about it. We talked about it with Boom. You're number two for a lot of these players. And if you look at one position group where there's so many of those players is the defensive line. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, again, it's, you know, when you – as an organization, if you're the general manager and Neil McAvoy and Ryan McMaiden, the, the the director of U.S. scouting, and Rick Campbell, when you guys when when you go ahead and you make a decision as they did to go as young as they did, this is where the payoff has to be, right? That you 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 trusted in what you saw and you believed in what you had. 
that these guys are going to be able to take that next step. This is that. They need to take a next step. right? We know how important that defensive line needs to be and the factor, and having lost Steven Richardson was a massive blow to them. But still, they need to be difference makers this year if that defense needs to take the next step. And, and you know, the good thing is, thus far, the chemistry that we've seen. You've talked about it. We've seen it. These guys are flying around. They're having fun. And there's just a real good feel with this group because so many times that, that's the key to success. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't get that that meshing of personalities, that brotherhood, so to speak, um, you, you need that to win. Well, and guess what? You need to win to keep reinforcing and, and, that. And you're not – we're not talking – we're not talking like we did last year. You know, seven defensive linemen that are going to be – you know, we're talking about – every team is saying the same thing. Oh, we feel good about this group. This good. Hey, listen, this the group on defense, look at it across the board. There are not many rookies, right? Yep. All these guys are, like you say – their second year, the veterans in the back in the in the defensive backfield, there are not many holes with young guys. So this is a defense that on paper, as it is right now, should hit the ground running. There should be no learning curve. There should be no, oh, we gotta grow, we gotta this. They should hit the ground running because of what they have coming back and as and, and the veterans that they have uh in, in certain spots on that defense. All right, that's a wrap for us. Before we go, though, a big thank you again to the folks at the Coast Kamloops Hotel, Angela Tasker and her crew. It is our home away from home, our headquarters. Each and every year we come to Kamloops for Lions training camp, and it should be your headquarters every time you come to Kamloops. Of course, all these tournaments and all this stuff going on, conventions, you name it. Kamloops is always a hot spot for that. And if you got to come up here, check them out. Of course, the Coast Kamloops Hotel. Special thank you as well to the man behind the scenes doing all the hard work, Mike Whittingham. Julio, we're going to do this all again tomorrow. I look forward to it, as I, as I always do. All right, all that and more coming up tomorrow right here on AM 730 and the BC Lions Radio Network. Whether you're visiting for a quick getaway, business, or sports weekend, Coast Kamloops Hotel wants to be part of your great Kamloops experience. Enjoy the indoor pool and hot tub in the tropical atrium, free Wi-Fi, amazing food and drinks in Romeo's Kitchen and Spirits, and even an on-site cold beer and wine store. Your comfort is their top priority. Coast Kamloops Hotel and Conference Center, everything under one roof. That's refreshing. Book direct and enjoy the Coast Best Rate Promise. Visit the deals page at coasthotels.com. You might know in British Columbia, BCLC means the lottery. The winning numbers are seven. But did you know we also bring you casinos? Seven red. And sports betting, too. And they lead by seven big points. Generating funds for things like healthcare, education, even community programs and park space. So with every play, you're making BC even better. BCLC, we're a lot more than lottery. Must be 19 plus to play. If you gamble, use your game sense. Dinner for two or 52. Sun Peak's newest restaurant is all about elegant Italian classics and family-style dining from their family to yours. Capone's Italian Kitchen serves hand-rolled homemade meatballs, house-made focaccia bread, calamari, bruschetta, and spaghetti and meatballs. Quality wine selection of local BC and import Italian wines. And the best patio in the resort. Open daily at 5 p.m. for dine-in or take-out. Follow at Capone's Kitchen on Instagram and Facebook. And make a reservation today. Capone'sKitchen.com. Be More Than a Bystander is a powerful training and education program that inspires change towards making communities safer. 
This program has educated thousands of people on how their simple actions can have a positive impact and make safe and respectful spaces for everyone. Be more than a bystander. Find out how by visiting bemorethanabystander.ca. This message is brought to you by the Ending Violence Association of BC, Tech Resources, and your BC Lions.